0: We are at the end of Or Yud Zion in Shinra 418. When Yaina is one of the great Rishonim that he was, he is, he's going to be Madaiac and ask a question like Rishonim do, just like you learn a piece of Gemara. And he's, he's literally like learning a piece of Gemara over here. And the question is like this We're saying that a person needs kapara for a virus of krisis misis beden. Kya krisis misis beden tshuva v'yam kippurim toilin v'yisurim markin. Tshuva kippur will come and we'll call a toilin, which means like it's like hanging up in the air. V'yisurin, <coughs> and we've been learning until now that the suffering, depending on what type of suffering, will eliminate and erase the rest of the, the, the stain of the chait. The question Ben Yoina asks is the Pasek discussing Yom Kippur seems to say that Yom Kippur alone will wipe away the chait. The Pasek says, Mikol chato Hashem titharu. Mikol Khatem from all of your chatoim. There's a Benu's question now. Mikol Khati Sechem Hashem before Hashem Titaru, you'll be pure. So the question Banyu is asking if we have a Yom Kippur, Mikko Khatsechim from all of your Averis. Achait, all of your chatoim. Lifnay Hashem Titaru, you can become pure. This is referring to Yom Kippur. So why do you have a need Yisurim? surim Yom Kippur will take care of everything. You hear the question? That's the difficulty. The Pasuk seems to be saying that Yom Kippur will take care of, of everything. So why do we have a different Gemara that says that if a person does that are so bad and serious that he will suddenly sue him, didn't Yom Kippur take care of it at all? And he gives an answer an answer like Rishonim give. He says we have to know how to read a Pasuk. We have to know how to read the Pasuk. This that it says, Lifnei Hashem is not saying an outcome, that you will be pure, but rather it's a mitzvah of tshuva. It's telling us, mitzvah esayhi ala tshuva. The Pasuk is telling us, become pure on the day of Yom Kippur. Not that you will be pure on the day of Yom Kippur. You hear what's going on? This Arabin is coming to answer the question, the difficulty here. We had a difficulty. We're saying Croesus Mrs. Bezd. A Misa crisis, the person transgresses Averis that are so serious that they carry with it the punishment of Croesus, of Mrs. Bezd, of being excommunicated, of the death sentence by the bezd by the Jewish court. But on second, HaShem you become pure in front of Hashem. That's referring to Yom Kippur. So he answers, no. That's referring to our responsibility, our obligation of doing Shuvah. lifnei Hashem. before Hashem on Yom Kippur. She nechabiz darkeinu v'nach kreir v'nach shuvah Hashem Yom Kippur. That we have a responsibility. Nach v'sot Like we would have said today, if hanar bi in the in the tachin of the long v'hurachum. Nach v'sot to search out our ways. We just search out our ways. You know, there's, there's there's there are accountants, right? Accountants out there. What do the accountants do? They check your books. They help you make sure. The person goes to the account the business owner. And he says, "I don't understand it. Uh, business is booming. How can we have no money? How can we how come we, we're we're not rolling it, dough? What's going on?" So the accountant looks over the books, and he says, "Well, you see, you're spending more than you're bringing in." No, it's great. You're bringing a lot of money, but you're spending more than you're bringing in. But they didn't notice it because there are so many customers. What did they do? What did the accountants just do? Nach beso, v'nach kairu. In the mundane, which is necessary as well, in the world that we live in, they have to check the books. Over here, in the spiritual, they have to check the books. They have to check the books. And that's what we had to do on Yom Kippur, of course, even before Yom Kippur. There's a mistake people make. There's a mistake people make that comes Elul in the Rosh Hashanah time, Yom Kippur time, that's when people come over and they apologize to the other person for doing something wrong, that they knew they did something wrong. What in the past eight months, What in the past ten months, What in the past ten years, All of a sudden, now you wake up. I mean, you know what you did wrong. So what happened? One of the answers to this is because it's in the air. People are more willing to forgive and people are more willing to ask for forgiveness around Elul, around Rosh Hashanah time. That's why people come over around this time of year and ask for forgiveness. And that's how he continues to explain this number 17, which takes us now to and tells us a different topic here. Until now, we spoke here in Shardalud, between man and Hashem. Now he tells us, which is actually what he just mentioned, a nice segue, between man and his friend. And Rabbi explains a very famous Yosaitu no matter how much banging on a person's chest they'll do, and no matter how much fasting, if he doesn't ask his friend for forgiveness, he's not forgiven. If it's a mitzvah if a person offended his friend, he, asked, he has to ask his friend for forgiveness. That's what he has to do. And not only that, Let's say a person stole something from someone else. Now when we say stole, it sounds like a very dirty word, which it is dirty, by the way. No matter how many times you wash it, it's still dirty. But as the Ramachal explains to me, stealing doesn't just mean you take someone's wallet out of his pocket. Stealing can mean you take his item without permission. Stealing can mean you leave the office with a bunch of pens and pencils for your children for school now it could be your boss permits you to take a couple things here and there but it doesn't mean when your children get a school supply list so they go to the office cabinet and then you fill out the, they fill, make a checklist that's done that's also called stealing and the person could say well you know, they have so many uh, pens and pens, they, they won't be missing ten pens that's called stealing it does not help to do tshuva to Hashem if a person still, still has the stolen item chuva does not help until he returns. The asking Hashem for forgiveness does not help until he returns the lost item, the stolen item. Therefore, a person steals from his friend. He has to first return that stolen item and then do tshuva. He can't do tshuva by while holding onto that stolen item. First, he has to ask his chavre, his friend, for forgiveness. For what he did wrong. And it's a difficult thing. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And that's why we tend not to do it right away. Because we're uncomfortable about it. And that's why when it's more like in the air, it's elul, shona, and it's more accepted, so to say, we're not as uncomfortable, not as embarrassed. And I just want to, I know we're learning musa here, but if I may interject and add a, a halacha that Rebbe Yashiv, the Paisik Hadar, said, that to ask someone for forgiveness by saying, oh, sorry. would, you, would you, you, you forgive? No, it's uh, oh, you forgive me? When you know exactly what you did wrong, and you don't say, Could, can you please forgive me for embarrassing you? I, I should not have done it. If you don't do the proper tshuva by asking for the forgiveness of what you really did wrong, Says Rabbi Yashif, he paskins la halacha. That's not a tshuva. That's not asking forgiveness. So you'll say, well, it's embarrassing for me to say what I did wrong to that person. That's the whole point. That's the kapara. That's the kapara the person needs. And the the other point is that the person who you wronged, you think he feels good? Let's just play a scenario for a second. Just like my little children. Ruvein does something wrong to Shimon. Two brothers, Ruben and Shimon. You know they're brothers, right? Reuben and Shimon. So Shimon says to the father, to the mother, Ruben did this and that. So what does the parent say? Ruben, say I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. What does Shimon say back? He doesn't mean it. What's Shimon saying? It's not real. It's not real, it's all fake. So when a person asks for forgiveness, but he doesn't really ask properly, says Rabbi Yashiv, it's not real forgiveness. The Shimon in this case feels that he wasn't asked the proper forgiveness, and it still pains him. If it still pains him, Umei never did Shuvah.